When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come right back at you here for Lakers Fast Break. Wait for it. Wait for it. Pop Culture Cosmos. Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you could like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break pop culture cosmos where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every day right there for you on facebook and of course two great shows a week as well wherever you get your podcasts lakersball.com go ahead and hit up joe sorrow who is breathing a sigh of relief after what happened tonight and he's letting everyone know at lakersball.com plus support his great company if you're in the southern california area today that's simblades simblades with the y.com Plus also as well, the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. Go ahead and check out Stone Hansen and the guys each and every time out that they're for you at the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. So go ahead and check it out. Plus also as well, Magic Man, who's popping some bubbly, a little bit of the bubbly right there for you. Right it's there. a recovery beer, Gerald. Oh, we need it after tonight, I'll tell you. But it is Magic Man in the morning right there for you every Friday morning, 1030-ish a.m. Eastern, 730-a.m.-ish Pacific on the Lakers Fast Break channel on YouTube. So go ahead and check it out every Friday. Plus also good friends at Lakerholics.com, Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom were sweating it. We all are sweating it. So so hear about what they're saying at Lakerholics.com. And if you could support all of that. Plus, like and subscribe. That subscribe button is below. Please use it today. We need all the help we can get. And if you do, we sincerely appreciate it. Well, the Lakers, oh. All I will say is FL24 said it best in the first half. With the Lakers coming into Salt Lake City, final four games of the season, needing every win that they can to control their own destiny in the Western Conference. You can't play around with your food. You can't play around with a team like this. No Markinen, no Clarkson, no Kessler. Seems like it would have been a rollover game, even with D'Lo and Bamba, who was upgraded, then downgraded. So it means he's very close to returning as well. Out of the lineup, you still had LeBron. You still had the Western Conference Player of the Week in Anthony Davis. What could go wrong? Oh, I tell you, the Lakers, 
they still at various points of time looked like they could just go ahead and hit the gas pedal and go because they were up by as many as a dozen. They really had their, their way anytime that they wanted to, but unfortunately their effort, their energy was not there at pretty much the entire game had a terrible third quarter, fourth quarter. They kind of extended the lead a little bit to double digits with one minute left. They were up 121 to 111, but the Lakers did as they've done several times this season, a folding act like we've seen before. And my gosh, they let the lead slip away and they almost lost, but thank goodness they went into overtime. And from there, even though they tried hard to lose it again, still some clutch baskets by LeBron. Great play by AD down the stretch. And the Lakers. Whew, narrowly squeak out a 135 to 133 victory over the Utah Jazz in overtime, which obviously isn't going to help you when you got tomorrow, you got the Clippers, you got to go fly back to LA and play against the Clippers tomorrow night who are going off a four days rest, which is very unfair. I will say that, but here today to talk about today's game, the narrow victory, why it came to be so close and what the Lakers need to do to go ahead and bring it home for the rest of the season. Good man indeed. You got to go and check out his Upside Swings NBA Draft podcast every time a new episode goes on air. It is Mr. Stone, Hanson, and Stone. First man here, first man up. You were a great part of playback. You and I headed it off. My gosh. We were saying the first half, FL Forever Laker 24 said it. I was saying it. I was nervous. Joe was saying not to be nervous, but you know what? The team that was not matching Utah's energy and was really getting me concerned. Yeah, I mean, uh, you touched on it in the beginning. Uh, this is definitely a very winnable game from the get-go for us, uh, just in terms of talent level. Like, they're missing three of their starters with Clarkson, uh, Markinen, Walker Kessler. All those guys were sitting for them. Um, so right off the bat, I mean, and we have LeBron, uh, we don't have D'Lo, but we have, for the most part, our, our entire team there outside of D'Lo. So uh, it was a very winnable game. It should have been a lot uh, less stressful than it was. Um, but in the end, we did get the win, which is what matters most. Uh, far from a perfect game. Um, I think that in the by the second half, I was saying, like, in the third quarter, we, we need to pull away. This should be, like, where we start blowing them out. Um, just the talent level. The Jazz have good players. Um, Olenek specifically, I think he's a pretty good player, and the guys that they were sitting tonight are are, are good players. But um, we're just a lot more talented on paper than they are, uh, and we should have had a, a bigger um, lead for most of the game than we did. So uh, it's a, a win. A win is a win. We'll take it. But it was far from a, a perfectly executed game. Uh, and probably the most stressed I've been uh, watching the Lakers this entire season. We were all like this. I came back in the fourth quarter, and it, you, we were all like nervous. I mean, when you this happens a lot though in the NBA, where you see a team that has several players out, or they're resting, or load management, et cetera, et cetera, and the other team relaxes, and it's just you see a lack of focus, energy. And just the mindset is different because, oh, we can turn up any time. You've seen this before, but, so, you know, a lot of times it comes back and haunts you and it bites you back, right? Doesn't it, Stone? 
Yeah, absolutely. If you're not coming out the gate swinging and you start off, um, I mean, to be frank, just lazy kind of, uh, and you're gonna, it's gonna be harder to get out of that mindset. Um, if you started that way rather than just coming into the game, like we have to take care of business, uh, finish the game early and, you know, let our stars rest in the fourth quarter. Um, that's the mindset they should have had coming into it. Doesn't seem like that was the mindset that they did have coming into it. Uh, and in the end, it, you know, probably, uh, it made it much closer than it needed to be. Um, we can get more into some of the coaching decisions that probably made it need closer than it needed to be, but um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. Um, and I think, uh, well, yes, we did win and, you know, hopefully the Warriors lose tonight. Obviously we're tracking that, that game. Um, we could get into the sixth seed. That's the most important thing, but um, there, there's, yeah, a lot of, uh, especially headed into the playoffs when you're this close to the playoffs, I think these sort of questions you don't really want popping up this close to the playoffs. No, you got to have that focus. You got to have that that concentration. Uh, I mean, just no excuses tonight. But again, we pulled away at the last, very last second. We got the win. We squeaked it out. But also here today to talk about today's game. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out. It's part of Ox1947 on LakersBall.com. And of course, his great business, Symblades, Symblades with a Y.com. It is Joe Soro. Joe, great to have you here, my friend. Uh, man, that last quarter, last minute, minute and a half letdown by the Lakers, does that get you at all concerned? Or do you want to just go ahead and chalk it up to say, you know what? They just lack of focus and concentration for the day. We'll go ahead and get them tomorrow. Well, I mean, how many guys do you know hit half-court shots and then bank it in? I mean, Kelly Olalinlinic, Olalinlicket, whatever the hell he calls himself, I mean, you don't make that shot, the game's over in regulation. I just, I did, I, I had no feeling that they were going to lose this game, even after that fluky three point play that he got at the tip at overtime. I just, you know, I, it, it's good. It's a good test. I, I, I liked seeing how LeBron got aggressive at the end of the game. He didn't pass out like his normal, you know, last second shot uh, methods. He just went to the hole and one, he couldn't get it. The other, he did. And we won. And I don't give a crap as long as we win at this point. I mean, wow. it's just that's that's really all it is. <laughs> I just want to win. We we have. Well, there's no concerns on the game. There's like no that. concerns. No, the, this game was. Uh, you had you had. Is it Damien or Damon? What's his name? Damien or Damien? It's spelled Damien, but Damien. I hear yeah, Damien. Damien Jones. Yeah. Okay. Killer so game. It's Damien or Damon? No, Damien. Okay, so Damien Jones looked like Will Chamberlain tonight. Why? Why is he that distraught that the Lakers traded him? It's your fault you stunk. I mean, they, they signed you for two years thinking, okay, well, maybe, uh, you know, this is your shot. And all of a sudden you eat crap and you don't do anything all year. And now you got to play like an all-star against the Lakers in a meaning, meaningless game for the Jazz. But And that's really why I, I haven't really been affected by this game because everybody played above their heads on the Jazz. And that tends to happen a lot to the players who are not consistent. And the Lakers, you know, okay, they were up by 10. They they put their foot off the, the, the gas, and that's normal. And a couple lucky shots here and there, and they ended up having to win a, in an extra five minutes. But they won. I don't give a crap. Let's, let's beat the Clippers tomorrow is really what I want. That's going to be tough, though. Overtime game. They've had four days off. 
not exactly fair the way the schedulers pulled this out. So we'll see what happens. Also here today, and I know Candace is coming up here next, but first up, it is the Magic Man and the Morning Host. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out every Friday here on the Lakers Fast Break channel. It is Sean Grice. Sean, you were here with, for much of what we saw on playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Great to have the big crowd with us as well. I want to say, though, it was very nervous, very nerve-wracking, and not too pleasing to see to the eye, especially if you're a Lakers fan, but we did get the win. Got the win, Gerald. Yes. And to quote Al Davis, just win, baby. That's that's all that matters. And Al Davis once said, it's not about being consistent. I don't give up if you're consistent. It's about being right. And for the most part, Lakers made the right plays in overtime. That Kelly Olenek uh, magic waned, as it usually does. Like Stone was saying, he's a very good player. Um, you know, he's very he's a useful offensive player wherever he's been, whether it's been in Boston with Brad Stevens or in Miami with Eric Spolstra or now with Will Hardy. He just it, uh, coaches just seem to find. Uh, sets for him and uh, he's a very intelligent player so we shouldn't we shouldn't have uh allowed him so much space to make those threes Gerald he's capable of making them now Jones shooting perfect from three okay I can live with that you know a broken clock is right twice a day so every dog has his day Jones was was about to to go perfect right it just had to be against us but for the most part, I was happy with the win, man. That's all this is about. It's just winning. I don't care how they win. They just got to win. I Do really... you see an issue, though, tomorrow with the Lakers possibly running out of gas on the second half? Let's say let's say they play strong because the you know in the first half because the Clippers haven't played in four days, a little bit of rust here and there. You worried about what's, what we're going to see in the second half of tomorrow's game? Yeah, I am, but you know that's 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 part that's why we play the game, right? The game is the game. But I don't expect the effort not to be there even if their legs aren't there. Cuz they, they were look like they played like they were looking towards tomorrow and just yeah, talking they, up today is a they were. The column. They were cuz I'm I'm seeing vulnerabilities in that team we're playing tomorrow and I just don't think that even if we don't bring our best effort that we're going to get punked. I think we can hammer them tomorrow. I really yeah. do drilled even though they're they've been off for 3 days. I think we can hammer them. Now it it's whether or not they got the right attitude for it. I think LeBron does 37 points tonight. And it was like he didn't even break a sweat. So I'm really hoping tomorrow, like you said, the legs probably aren't going to be there for a bit. But I don't care if they're in in concrete. I really don't care. Punch Marcus Morris in the face tomorrow. Was he even playing? Punch he Marcus got, Morris he got in the face. out of the rotation yeah. last time I checked. Well, you know, they're going to have to play the traffic cone at some point tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. Good point indeed. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I, I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. 
that <laughs> doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 135 to 133 in overtime. Great to have here a returning awesome person indeed. It is Kenneth Stone. Kenneth, great to have you here. Shouting it out. You're such a great part of our chat. Awesome to have you here, my friend. Your thoughts on tonight's escape? Because really, that's the only way to say it. There's Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., those movies with Kurt Russell. This is Escape from Salt Lake City. Uh, well, can everybody hear me? Yes, you're sounding everybody good. Me? Well, first I want to say, um, you know, again, Joe, thank you. Thank you for letting me be on this. Uh, always, always. I freaking like I'm talking about. I'm a from. I'm a guy that's come from ESPN, all these other networks, and I, I found you guys randomly. I'm. I gotta give the the guys in the comments a shout out because I, I came from down there, and uh, just being a fan of you guys' show, being a fan of you, Cheryl, for starting all this. Uh, and I've been riding for like uh, two years now. Two, been three. a great part. Much appreciated um, to you. I appreciate everybody on the panel. And, and at times, I met me down there giving everybody hardcore uh, perspectives and everything, in my opinion. But, like, I admire Joe, Laker Tom, uh, Magic Man, although you always stuck in traffic. <laughs> um, Stone, hey, we got to debate this out. Who was going to be the number one Stone, baby? But uh, I tell you what, man. Um yeah, Gerald, man, I just love being a part of this. And just uh, thank you for allowing me to give my voice and my little two cents. But here I go. Okay, where do I even start? First, I think to, for me to start to be a fan on the show, especially anybody viewing right now, because this is just another win in their, out of their 82. And uh, to uh, catch up, I, I, I kind of lost a conversation that you guys had probably in the five minutes or wherever you just started. But... Following you guys this whole season and this game, man, I will say I am a fan. Down there in the comments, we holding it down. I'm yes. telling y'all. All That's chat room outside. I don't want to be too loud, but uh, uh, I just want to say it. I'll, I'll keep it cordial. I'll keep it cordial, Gerald. Oh, you're all cordial. good. All good. All good. Um, we started the season, uh, what was it, 2-10 and 10, uh, last year. I mean, I was in the comments like, Joe. We need Westbrook. Like, Gerald, we need Westbrook. The year before, they, they signed him. Like, give him a chance. Like, I've been riding with the show with the Lakers for a long time just to build up the, the, the chemistry and the story here to get all the way to this point. So I'm telling you, we're going to come from 13th all the way up to where we are, up to the playoffs, let alone if we're going to get out of the play-in to just be that. You know what I mean? I think – Right now, it's getting really crucial. It's getting really crucial because we're getting down to the bottom five games, six uh, games. If it's six in the last week that we got here, maybe it's even three or four games. Uh, but it's the fact that, like, now teams are going to start winning and losing on purpose. You know what I mean? And I think that factors. But to build all this up to as a fan of the show – to just keep riding, man, riding for the Lakers, riding for Kobe, riding for Laker Nation, riding for Laker Nation, man. And here we are today in Rob Lincoln. I mean, I'm talking about Joe. I remember you was in the, you was blasting Rob Lincoln, Gerald. We're like, Jenny Buzz, uh, what are they doing? They're out of their minds. They're, they're on stuff that like is, is it criminal 
and we're just like shutting them down and here we are just to, can we as a group just here we are today and i'm talking about uh jared when i was like uh, i was gone from last season because i've been riding um if anybody following down there because we've been riding i'm talking about we hoping we wishing and we've been all throughout the injuries throughout the 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 the, the roster throughout the personnel throughout everything we've seen every day, I would get on here and I'd just be like, the oars down, the oars down, the oars down, and just to uplift ourselves, just to be like, we riding for the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? And I say things, I say things, but lo and behold, lo and behold, what are we looking at today? Now we're talking about a different story today, baby. And look, like Joe, Gerald, I'm not like some fan of like the numbers and everything. So I, I want to pinpoint to everybody before y'all come for me, like, I'm not a person that's, like, coming for the numbers. I'm just coming, what do they say, the eye test. I'm just a, a fan of the game, a basketball, a Lakers fan, a LeBron fan since his early career, hella Kobe fan, hella Kobe fan. And just, like, Lakers just lore, just, like, the whole championship or to be a champion and to see, like, everything we've gone through as a podcast. Well, not we, but I'm, I'm joining y'all. But, Gerald, everything you've gone as a podcast is just, do what you do just just like i remember days it was like i didn't even want to be on this thing like i mean I'm, I'm talking about joe screaming at everybody and i'm just like he has every right to scream and everybody's giving their opinion we got laker tom just like you know he's giving the positivity we got man i just think the the the, the journey like into to be where we are today so we can break down everything we just I mean, it's like really, really something to break down here. And in the, in the, I think, in my opinion, the the history of basketball here, because we talking about a Lakers team that, like, if we go from the 13th, we, I mean, from two to 10. And I mean, Gerald, I, I, at, at the beginning of the season, I was absent because, I mean, I, I was talking so much cash, like, the last season, like, Joe. They need Westbrook. They need Westbrook. And, like, lo and behold, like, yeah, that didn't work out. And in many ways, we know why it didn't work out. We don't have to explain all that. But I was giving hope for that. I was a fan that gave hope for that, right? I want to I wanna bring up everybody to where we have come today. Like, we're above 500. Gerald, we are, like, talking mad business right now. And I'm talking about mad business. And I'm talking about the contrast of, like, because I love SportsCenter and, like, when we were down two to 10 and we were down at 13th and I'm talking, we, we were like some games, we was at 14th and we was at 11 for like a long time, long story short, just to have the hope and, and just to keep driving. And what Rob Linka did, like, I'm not going to lie, Joe, I didn't even know how, uh, Rui Hashimori was out there. I didn't even know that we could even make that possible. I remember on this podcast, we've had talked so many times of like, Lakers need to make a trade. Lakers need to make a trade. But who are they going to be? We didn't really have in mind who it would be, but we brought players in here. I didn't know even Vanderbilt was out there like that. That boy was out there like that. Vanderbilt. Uh, Hashi, man, I, I think sometimes, man. Well, what you had is a monster. What, what you had was a, I'm going to stick to my guns here because the, the results produce it. You know, you have guys like John McKillian still saying something positive about Westbrook. Well, let me let me give you guys the results of reality, as I've said before. The result of reality is Westbrook was a cancer disease. 
that they finally relinquished out of their bodies. And the surprise at the deadline was the fact that they actually got talent back for him. So <laughs> the reason why we aren't getting on Rob Palenka and, and Jeannie Buss lately is because they actually did something. And there are those who have come up and said, well, what are, where are you guys now? What are you doing now? Well, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. When you do bad, you're supposed to fight, you're supposed to tell someone they're doing bad. When you do good, they tell you to do good. Like, and Jeannie and Rob did good. Acknowledge that we got Rui Hashimura for Kendrick Nunn. Like, what? We'll it, take that all day, right? It's, it's, yes. it's, it, and those, those type of deals happen because certain teams can't know they can't sign a certain player. And, that's kind of how that goes. And then you have guys like Beasley, guys like Vando. Vando, I'm I just I'm I'm kind of surprised at the the impatience that Minnesota and Utah had with him because he's gonna continue to get better. Beasley, I understand, is a streaky shooter, but Beasley, I'm telling you right now, if the Lakers make a run here, Beasley's gonna win us a playoff game when he gets hot. So be stay 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 tuned to that one. And then as far as how things have played out, uh I mean, it's it's just better talent around LeBron and AD. It's as simple as that. And I'm just gonna, I well, let me just say this. Zero, I'm sorry. Okay, well, go, ahead, just, go ahead. Let me just say one thing, Kenneth. Uh, and at, at, by the way, awesome to have you here. Great part of our chat. Truly welcome you every time you're part of what we do here for years now. So can I thank you enough? We owe you as much as 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 you think that we we do for you. You've been a great part of what we do here. So we thank you. Uh, as far as the Westbrook deal, I know you were the mo- one of the most ardent supporters of Westbrook for a long time. Look, I'm just going to say this: we Westbrook tried. was a ba- Westbrook was a bad fit here in the- with Lakers, but this has worked out for everyone, and I'm I'm so happy uh, for Westbrook. I, I nothing it was never personal with Westbrook; it was just about the player and not the individual. I'm happy for him because he's found a home. He's found a place where he can go ahead and rebuild his life and rebuild his career. I'm happy for him there, but also we see his departure has made the Lakers better. The Lakers have found pieces that fit better around around LeBron and AD. It's just the way basketball is. They found pieces that fit better around LeBron and AD, and we see the results. The Clippers have found a player that's been able to help them, and he's had some big nights for them and more power to him. He looks like he's going to go ahead and find more years on his career because of it. And with the Lakers, we see now that they're a team that's not only looking good for the Western Conference playoffs, but they really look like they can do some damage in the Western Conference playoffs. So, Heck yeah, man. Right. Dan made a good point, by the way, guys. We hadn't won in Utah since 2019. I'd just like to say, you know, Kenneth, Kenneth was mentioning Sports Center there. He must have slept on this cool side of the pillow because I was getting Stuart Scott vibes off of that, brother. That was inspiring. That that's uh, it's awesome. Like, and I welcome your. Uh, I've always welcomed everybody's take. I like to listen, and as I mature in like this podcast, and like everybody on this panel, Stone, Joe especially, because Joe is like uh, he don't hold back just like I do, and, and Gerald, you're just like the like awesome like moderator. And but, but Magic Man, I, I agree with you, and, and I've been listening down in there in the comments. It's almost like I say down in there, like like we're like down in there, you know. But like. We we're in the comments like listen to everything you guys say and like Magic Man you you you're in you know you're involved in the comments as well not that any, not anybody else is but like the fact that you engage I think you more a little bit more than anybody else but the fact that you communicate is awesome 
I, I agree with a lot of what you say, man, because you, you give the in-betweens. I give a lot to Joe, though, because I actually, Joe, for the first time, until you said at one point, I think it was like games back, probably 20, that like you were saying a point that you watched an individual player more than like the all other, the offense or defense, and you stick to that person you watch. And I actually tried that for a game, and I was just like, and I stuck in my mind, I, I think it was uh, Rui Hashimura when we first got him, and I was just like, man, like, I've heard a lot of people try to stick uh, beside him and everything like that. And, and towards Stone, like, I, I, I give it to you, man. I, you're, you're, you're coming at him, like, you're coming at the Lakers sometimes. I feel like, man, you're coming at the Lakers, like, but you got to understand, like, I feel like Joe, like Gerald, like sometimes as a Lakers fan, as a LeBron fan, and those two com combine together, when we face teams, all of a sudden we can face teams that are maybe below 500, even the bottom of like the complete East or even in the East or the complete West and the East. And they're going to play us like they're number one in their conference. And so that is a difference. Like they're going to give us everything. So when we play these teams and we break down and we sit up here in the video afterwards, like, I don't be so stunned. I don't be so stunned. I just think everybody's going to give us our work. But, like, to me, it's this season is how. Like, how they're moving, the energy, the positioning, the passes, the, the poise, the patience. Like, are we not paying attention? I'm not the only one seeing this. Like, this is, like, amazing. Like, so... So, my, Gerald, my only one thing is, like, I remember starting the season and, like, I didn't come on this podcast for a while because, like, I found myself in distraught. Like, I was, like, mentally depressed. I was, like, come off of last season. We were, I was hoping, like, at least 5-0. and oh. If not, like, 5-5. Five and five. They started 2-10, and 10, I believe, right? So, it's, like, and when they started 2-10, and 10, I was, like, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. I'm, I'm talking, I'm getting off work. And my mom's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, I don't want to talk to nobody. And I'm like, I, I can't talk to nobody. I go from like Laker lore, showing my stuff in public. And I can't even do that anymore. Cause I'm like, it's shame. I'm like, this is Laker nation. To that, to this right now. And all of a sudden, so many people are back on the bandwagon. The Lakers, they're going to win the West. They're going to win the finals. All these people are saying this when this whole time, like we have seen games where we're like, the Lakers, what are wrong with them? You know that red carpet's open for you, my friend. So it's always about when you can come on. So you're such a great part. Right, that's like uh, breaking break it down, baby. Because I know think it. The, the additions that, that Rob Lincoln made, I think they're so crucial because, in my opinion, then let me just get it off of this and I'll give everybody else their way because I, sure. there's no way that you guys can't agree with me. Like when it comes to playoff basketball, like we've only been a really technically about. This is about to get crucial. We've only been technically evaluating the Lakers based on a one game, period. But when it comes to series, and we're talking about the Lakers who have expectations of like, we're the renowned greatest winnings team in the whole NBA. And like, we're trying to beat the, the, the Celtics. This is all up for grab. And we're considering all this. And like, we got LeBron back from the hyperbolic chamber and like we got AD getting off the ground, scoring rebounds off of three different opposing te teams. And like, I'll just be like, I'm looking at this like, bro, this dude AD got off the ground, off the ground. And, and y'all noticed that how he, that everybody kept going. It shocked me. Yeah. And here we are. 
And they're like, oh, Lord, it's just here we are. And like now everybody's like, you know, the Lakers, they're, they're dangerous and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, I've been saying this in the comments for the last four or five months if they got it right. So here we are. And I think this is Gerald. This is you, you got to shine, baby. You got to shine, man. Joe, you got to shine. And you got to believe in me. You got to believe in what we're talking about. We got with a rest book. You were right. I give it to you. I give you the, I give you the, I give it to you. You were right. Got, got I got rid of Beverly too. Yeah, it, it, I, I think we could kept Beverly, but that's a different that's a different story. But like, uh, yo, I I think where we're at right now, just the pieces, D'Lo. Like, I mean, and uh, let me one more fact: when LeBron was this good, when he won a championship, I think it's it's important to point out that like when he when Le, every time LeBron won a championship, let's point out that he had a a one guard and two guard that were absolutely outstanding: Mario Chalmers. Uh, D Wade. Now he's got D'Lo. Now he's got Reeves. Like when he was when he came back from 2018 to uh, from the Miami Heat. Like we got to point out, like when he had two main guards that were awesome, and now he's got that again. He's got that finally again. So how can we count him out? LeBron does well when he's got a one and a two, and he's just. Have y'all seen the way he's floating the ball out of out and on the inbound? He's rushing down there. Maybe it's just me, because he don't care about the ball no more. So I think all possession ball of LeBron is important. All possession ball of LeBron James is important because he's almost floating down the court. Like, look at it though in detail. Like he's like, I can step in when I want to. I can turn it up when I want to. I can turn it down when I want to. I have all these options. I can come off the bench. I can sit down. Man, come on, man. This is reminiscent of when he won championships. Well, again, I'm hoping he will continue to feel well, my friend. Just want to let everybody know that tomorrow it is being evaluated tomorrow morning. They have a late flight into Los Angeles. Again, the Lakers are playing on a back-to-back tomorrow against the Clippers, who have four days off. There's uh, Coach Darvin Ham said after the game that they will be evaluating AD, LeBron, and D'Lo who missed today's game with foot soreness. So we will see from there. I do also want to mention Mo Bamba. He was upgraded at one time from out to doubtful and then back downgraded back down again just before the game to out. So he is close. He is close to returning as well. So the Lakers, by the end of the week, could very well have their whole team together. Stone, I'm going to bring it back to you, my friend, as the Lakers do win 135 to 133 in overtime. It's the Lakers fast break. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us with the Warriors now up late in the fourth quarter. Not looking great for as far as hopping over them in the Western Conference as of yet. Your thoughts, what should the Lakers do for tomorrow's game? (laughs) Well, besides win, I think uh, we have to – in order to get ourselves that win, we have to do that with players that are, are healthy and going to play and our best players. So um, I know they tweeted out er- earlier today, like LeBron and AD would be re- reevaluated tomorrow before the Clippers game. Both those guys have to play. Um, I don't think Dilo necessarily has to play, but obviously you would rather him play than not. Um, and I think that uh, we just have to make sure that we're in the right mindset and don't come out like we did today. Um, we have to make sure that we come out aggressive, that we play um, not to the level of who we're playing, not to the level of the competition, but play to the level of our capabilities um, and play to the level of, you know, what we're best at uh, and not down to who we're playing against. So 
if we can do that, I think we have a solid opportunity to get a win. Obviously, a Clippers win would be huge because if the Warriors, like you said, do win this game, which is what it looks like, that means the Lakers uh, would still get into the playoffs by winning tomorrow's game versus the Clippers. We would be able to jump them. So that's an important game. It's a crucial game. I know the Lakers know that going into it. So if we have that sort of mindset on how important this game is, um, and learn from the mistake of tonight of, you know, coming out a little bit sluggish and lazy. Uh, I think that uh, we have an opportunity to to win tomorrow. Um, uh, making sure on the more, like, technical coaching side of it, uh, we have to play Vanderbilt more. I just don't really understand why he's playing 18 minutes can a I game. Ask you, can I also ask you why he was not at any point in time put more on THT? I thought that – I know that – Dennis, uh, I, I know that Dennis Schroeder played okay against him at times, but there were times that he was he was overpowered by THT's strength. Wouldn't Bando have been a good option just for at least for a little while? Yeah, on THT, uh, I mean, or Olenek just to run him off the three point line. Like, yeah, there, there's you could have used Vanderbilt's skill set more than you did tonight. Um, I, I just playing under twenty minutes is kind of unacceptable for you probably debatably your second best defender probably so it doesn't really make a lot of sense um i think that moving forward ham has to play him more like it just uh if you want to make sure you're not in that sort of position that we were tonight where it's stressful at the end uh vanderbilt should have played the entire overtime um and you, you should be playing him uh quite a bit against the the Clippers who um, have their defensive questions, but have plenty of offensive weapons. So uh, there's no excuse tomorrow to not play him uh, a lot more than he did tonight. Uh, I think that, um, you know, we have to just, like I said, make sure we go in there with the right mindset and, and hopefully the coach adjusts what he did and the players adjust their mindset from, uh, from tonight. Sean, I want to ask you this. I mean, now you're hearing, again, it's a monitoring basis with LeBron, AD, how they're flying home along with D'Lo. We're going to get cute. And is it too early to get in that mindset already? Because, you know, I know some of the guys in the chat are already starting to feeling the load management. Why you're still load managing this late in the season? You know, D'Lo, what's going on with this foot soreness, hip soreness, everything soreness? I know some of it, Coach Ham said, dated back over a year, as Stone mentioned, I believe, earlier on the podcast. I actually, actually, I was on playback. Your thoughts on this, my friend, because we're still fighting for a decent playoff spot. Remember, seventh spot doesn't get us a week off. Sixth spot, fifth spot, and maybe even if we're dreaming, fourth spot, that gets us an extra week off. Yes, yes, Gerald. Um, there's no... Uh... You shouldn't rest on our laurels here. There's there's not a whole lot of laurels to rest on. From the record point of view, uh, I'm not saying that from a lack of talent perspective. The talent is there, and uh, but you know it's been it's been just a topsy turvy year. I don't think they can afford to sit tomorrow. I really don't. Now, if you want to put AD and LeBron on a minute restriction. All right, I guess we... Well, this is when you have to use that vaunted depth. Yeah, exactly. That This is what I'm pretending to something else. You need D'Lo tomorrow in a bad way. D'Lo needs a 30 uh, biscuit tomorrow for us. He really does. And I'm considering the fact that somebody else from the bench needs to step up. 
Rui got double digits again, Gerald. I think that's I think that's the eighth time in the past ten games he's averaged double digits in points. They played so, him a little bit at the five. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that. Well, I mean, you can't really play him at the five against the Clippers. They they have uh Plumley and Zubov, so so there's no way that uh that Rui's gonna play at the five. But somebody else needs to step up. I'm not sure who it is. Because uh, Austin played very well tonight, I'm I'm almost thinking he's an X factor tomorrow because I'm not like outside of Terrence Mann and Bones Highland, I really don't think they have the guard play to uh, to actually impede his progress into the lane. So I'm almost expecting a big game from Austin Reeves tomorrow as well. But yeah, right, Gerald. There's some kind of mystery man that needs to step up tomorrow night. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win in overtime, 135 to 133. Kenneth Stone, great to have you back on. And before I hand it over to Joe, I want to hear some more thoughts from you, my friend, on tomorrow's game. Very crucial that the Lakers don't lose the kind of momentum because they still have three games left. And still, yes, they're now officially in the play-in. They have clinched a play-in spot with tonight's victory, so they don't have to worry about that 7-10 to spot type deal. But the thing is, if they win, if they continue to win, two or three, three and zero, oh, whatever it's going to take, they need to continue winning and get one of those spots so they can actually have a week off. Yes, we prefer the six, so we would play the Kings because that's a great matchup. But they have to keep winning. Um. Well, uh, I want to be honest when I say this because I've been rocking through all of this, and I would want—I would really want all of you panels feedback and perspective on this, especially Joe, when I say this, uh, especially at the momentum that we're going, because I remember Denver, God, Joe, I remember Denver. I mean, if anybody felt you on that Denver game when LeBron sat out, I mean, my goodness, I was like ready to throw my phone. I was ready to take my TV off the wall, you know what I mean? Because I felt like that was important. Momentum is important in this game. I could always picture Laker Tom doing that. Uh... (laughs) I, that was extreme, I think, like, uh, and even at that moment. So to break that down, I want to put in perspective, you know, because like I said, I'm not into numbers, but just as a fan of the game, uh, just looking at the game, eyesight, uh, loving the Lakers, wanting them to go far. I think we got to include intelligence. We got to improve smartness in this too, right? And we got to include that. But I think uh, winning against the Jazz right now at this point in the season, whether we, whether the tiebreaker, whatever it is against the Clippers right now, in my opinion, as much as my Lakers fan and what's going on, 
in my opinion, as sad as this to say, I think it's in, we probably need to lose that game. And and let me explain why. Let me explain why. Because I feel like uh, at this point, we still got enough games left that we can still recover from that game. Because right now, we're not, this is, we're not just losing to the Clippers in a regular season. As much as this has to be the game that it is that can, like, break this, like, above, under type of chain-breaking ordeal, we got to still conclude that we want our Lakers to be in the playoffs. We want our Lakers to be in the playoffs in a good seed and where we can win. And I'm not saying I'm scared of anybody, I think. But are we asking ourselves, if we win this game, then we're actually challenging the Suns. Do we want that work? Do we want the Suns in the first round? And I think, do we take that probability? Do we take, like, what is KD? We talk about Kevin Durant. I mean, I'm not scared of Kevin Durant. I'm not scared of nobody. But I'm saying, Joe, all I'm saying is, if at them times, if as mad as I was in them times, as much as we're winning right now, we do have enough games left to back it up. Yeah, we don't want to lose to the Clippers. We're Lakers. Lord, excuse my language. We're Lakers fans. We want to win this game. So don't get me wrong. I, I would love to win this game. But if we're going to keep winning to put us in a, a battle against the Suns, then I don't think that's the right traje- trajectory. I don't, I don't. I think they might topple that game. And I wouldn't be mad at them if they did. I think we got enough uh, games left that we could still hold on hope. And this is still a great win tonight. And it would probably be more strategic than, like, uh, being uh, ignorant to just to, to win that game. That's tough. I know. I know. That's a hard one for me. Here's why I don't care. Here's, here's, first of all, two years ago, they had a much better Phoenix team that AD was slapping around until he got hurt. Yeah. And this team is gelling at the right time, and it's got the right supporting cast to, to be very scary. Now, Chris Paul in the last meeting with Phoenix, despite the fact that Aiden wasn't playing, Booker was playing. Booker is very easily he's – a, he's a mental weakling. You get under his skin, you can throw him off his game. And Chris Paul is, to put it lightly, a shell of himself. So if you're going to tell me that LeBron is going to start doing what he's doing right now where he looks like he's getting to the rim at will, and then you got AD doing his thing, dropping 25 and 12 and getting a couple – by the way, you got a couple of – you want you want you guys want to talk about why I wasn't angry tonight? There was a couple blocks that AD had tonight that would have probably ended this game, and they got called fouls, and they were and blatant, just bad calls. And if you've got an AD doing this, and you got LeBron doing this, and you got a, a healthy D'Angelo Russell going to the playoffs, who's going to want to showcase his skill set so he can get his thirty-five million next year for the next four or five years. I uh, I'm not I'm not worried about. First of all, Durant is dead. Durant is mentally dead. He can play well because he's just physically. That's what he does. He's a great scorer. He'll always be a great scorer. But I think Durant is about to go down for the for starting now. Like he's going to start really going down physically, not mentally uh, in terms of the game. Like he'll always play well in the game, but he's just not. His body's breaking down. He's just. I don't see him being a, 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 as big of a threat as he's been in the past. So I, I don't worry. I want them I want him to run the table. If they face Phoenix in the first round, so be it. I'm not I, I'm I'm just not afraid of anybody. I'm not afraid of anybody right I feel, now. I feel you, Joe. And I I think my comeback against that is just like I feel the same way. 
because if we're going to do this, like, it's not about our opponents. It's not about our opponents, their record, what they have to challenge the Lakers with our Lakers bench, our Lakers scoring, our Lakers come together. If we're going to have that attitude, then, yeah, we got to ride. Because let's be honest, like, if, Gerald, if I ask you a question right now, if you, if it would, when it came to a title, and let me ask you, to be honest, if it came to a title, if it came to getting to the title facing the Suns and we lost versus missing the Suns and getting through through anybody else to get to a title, what road would you take? Of course, we're going to say not facing the Suns. But if we're going to do it, then we, hey, Joe, you're right. We got to uh-huh. we got to face everybody. I'm just going to say this. I have a feeling whoever wins the West has to face the Suns at some point. They're not going to get by this. They're not going to get around the the Suns. Yeah, that means the Lakers, the Nuggets, whoever is going to win the West, if it's not going to be the Suns, you're going to have to get by the Suns and Kevin Durant and Booker to win the West. You're going to have to meet up against them. I don't think you're going to be able to get lucky and get avoid and, and avoid them. I just I have a feeling that Yes, they are they are seriously lacking some depth on that team, but they have four players. Uh, you could say Chris Paul's getting a little bit up there in years, but with Booker and and KD, they have two players that can really dominate a game. And that's kind of, that scares me. That really scares me. The Lakers cannot risk not having that week off. I agree with you. Absolutely so agree with you. If you're asking me what is the best setup for the Lakers, the best setup right now is to get a week off. Yes. You give LeBron, AD, D'Lo, Vando, and those guys a week off. I'll face the Bucks at it, that even point. If it means, even if it means getting the fourth yeah. or fifth spot, it, it it just it just makes. And it's a hell of a run to go from thirteen to five in a month and a half. Here's. That's, go ahead, go ahead, Stone. I was just gonna say, I what I think is, I agree that Sacramento would be our best bet for. I mean, if you want to. Ideally, you want to get as far as you can, and the Kings are the best way to start off, right? I think they. they I have no... a feeling three teams are going to try and do the same thing on Sunday. That's all. So, I so this is where I'm getting at, though. I think it's important to win tomorrow, and it's important to to make sure that hopefully on Sunday we are maybe in the position where maybe you can maneuver and sit out LeBron and AD if you want to to finagle your way to get to the six seed. Um, and, and try and do that. But I think at first you want to win as many games as you can to, to make sure you're in that position where you can do that rather than whisk, risk um, losing tomorrow. And then you put the pressure on yourself that you have to win those, those last couple of games to get into the playoffs. I would rather flip it and, and try and win what we can now. Um, and then maybe that final game of the season uh, look at where we are in the standings and go from there as to how we want to manage, um, you know, finagling the standings, uh, if you will. But uh, I do agree overall, though, that the Kings is who I would rather face in the first round. Um, and I'm not sold that Phoenix, we have to face Phoenix if it got to like an East or a Western Conference final. I think there's teams that are capable of beating Phoenix. I, I wouldn't necessarily bet on them, but I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that, that Phoenix will be there. Um and even if they are, uh, I would rather the Lakers face easier teams and Phoenix have to face hard teams in those first two rounds that beat them up a little bit rather than face Phoenix in the first round. And we're dealing with a you know fully 
um, prepared Phoenix team that's that's all healthy in there and, and ready to go. So I would rather take my chances in those those last uh, that last Eastern or Western Conference final and, and see if they're still there. Uh, Kenneth, any thoughts on that? I think uh, I think uh, for the sake of good basketball, I think for the Lakers to go against the Suns in the first round, if we really truly think about it. I don't think it would be good basketball. I think uh, um, politically, money, I, th I think it would be better that not just against the Lakers towards who we face and who we beat or who we lose against. I think for the sake of basketball, I, like who would not prefer the like the Suns against the Clippers in the first round for the sake of – we're talking about the playoffs. Like every day is going to be the ba basketball in the next – this is about to be grand. This is about to be golden. This is like about to be going to the Wizard of Oz right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, who would not want to see the Clippers and the Suns and the uh, the Lakers against the Kings, Warriors against Memphis, the Nuggets against Dallas? That's my pick. I think Dallas is going to come out to play in above every other team, and I think that is going to be outstanding basketball. But if the, if the Lakers face the Suns in the first round, I think – you know, towards that type of hope, just swimmingly, I think it would kind of deter, like, like, because it versus who, or whatever team wins or loses, I think, I think we just basically made a Western Conference Finals. Who's going to win it all? I, I don't think it would be good basketball if the Suns face the Lakers in the first round. The, the last thing I'll say, too, is versus the Kings, the Kings play in a way that benefits the Lakers. They they love to get into their sets very quickly. They love to play real up and down fast basketball. The Lakers are at their best when they're in transition. So if they play that fast momentum game and it, it benefits the Lakers in a way because we know that things can when they get into half court sets become the the coaching's just yeah, not there in terms of the, nobody nobody in the first round nobody's seen the Lakers in the first seven games. Like yeah, again, it just plays into our benefit, I think, to play the Kings. The Kings and and, the, and, the and Kings I can't beat the Lakers four times in a row. No and way. and and I think uh, you know they've they've benefited from the fact that they've got a lefty in the backcourt and a lefty in the frontcourt, and it's it's really hard to scout lefties. They do everything backwards, and I think over a seven game series, uh, a, a smart defensive coach will uh, be able to find flaws in their offense, definitely. Is just given. I mean, at this point, it's just good basketball. Like Lakers, not, not not to say the Kings are out of it, but will they beat the Lakers probably one or two times? Yeah, but Lakers in Game Six. Come on now. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I, I'm gonna say you're gonna see a game like this every we're not single time. You're gonna see high scoring. You're gonna see it. Yeah. Well, you know what, Gerald? Joe Joe Mazzula is gonna win Coach of the Year, but Mike Brown's gonna finish second. The, no, the Mike job. Brown's gonna win. Mike Brown's gonna win. I don't think so. I think Missoula's gonna win it. Mike Brown's. Well, gonna Joe, win. let me ask you, Joe. Would you rather see the Lakers and the Suns in the first round compared to anybody? Would you rather see that? It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with. Uh, but but uh, realistically, I'm just a, a skeptic. You have to get. You have to play. You have to play to get in the playoffs without having to deal with the plan. So the only way you can guarantee to get into the playoffs without the stupid plan is to win the rest of your games. If that means they get a fifth seed, which the Warriors winning tonight might have actually put a little bit of a dent there. Because if they continue to win, we'll, we won't get the fifth. They will. So oh, they wouldn't. 
they won if we I'm sorry, we won the tiebreaker. Never mind. We own so, the tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We still right. have to win the rest of so, ours. So here's what here's what's gonna happen. If you got if, if the if the if the Clippers beat the Lakers tomorrow, uh then you guys are probably gonna get your wish where they won't face the Suns. That's that's but what you have to you think. We, that, we'd get that. Is that, a, is that a, well? It's not a prefer. I mean, I think what Joe is saying is, Kenneth, it's it's we're not going to be able to choose. We we just got to keep winning to get that week off. We need to finish in at least no lower than sixth place to get that week off. That week off to LeBron and AD and D'Lo. That health is so the critical. Suns. The Suns are more worried about playing the Lakers than the Lakers playing the Suns. As funny as this sounds, we've gotten to the point where we have a Chris Paul who needs a title to he's old. put the put the finishing touches on his career. You think he's not going to be nervous facing the, the Lakers? And if Durant loses to LeBron again, it's not going to look good. So and then again, Booker is a phenomenal athlete, but he's a he's a chump. But if that's the case, the Lakers would get a full week off. They'd be rested and ready to go ahead. You'll get a full week of looking at them on film uh, and and maybe my, the, the lakers will be prepared enough to go ahead and, and meet them in it the, and then and then you would <laughs> here's the interesting part so let's say the lakers went out and they get the fifth seed right that means uh the warriors or the uh clippers, clippers are going to get the sixth seed right so now you're going to have who's going to play who's going to play denver Let's say the Denver's Warriors. Whoever wins the play, play so, in. So, yeah, so we're gonna we're that that team that plays Denver is gonna be interesting because let's say the Lakers beat Phoenix in the first round, and the way Denver has been playing, are they gonna? How's that first round matchup gonna go against Denver? That's that's another interesting. Yeah, Denver just lost to the who they just lose to Rockets, Rockets. by twenty. Yeah, yeah, but they're not playing I, Jokic. They're not playing anyone. Jokic yeah, was but, playing today, Gerald. Was he? Yeah. Was yeah. He? yeah. Yeah, Shingu played him. Really? And this is so important, Gerald, because I don't know if anybody knows. I'm in uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, I'm in Houston, Texas, born in H-Town. But uh, I'm in H-Town, baby. But, uh, yeah, when the Lakers came here and they lost those times, I was, like, devastated. (laughs) Well, it's what happens when you don't take it seriously, just like we saw tonight. When you don't take it seriously or you don't put the effort that you need to, Things like that, like we, we saw that first time in Houston when they didn't have AD, that's what can happen because the Lakers came off that great win in New Orleans and they it, were just so cocky and arrogant that they it, could just roll anybody out there and that they could win that game. And we saw what happened. And that almost happened tonight. It always happens, Gerald. It always happens. It always it, happens. It, it, once you take your opponent for granted, the occupational hazard in that scenario is getting bitten in the ass. And it happens. Okay, now let me tell you, the panel here and all the fans are, you know what I mean, uh, this page. I'm in Houston, Texas. I mean, the finals was like freaking the NBA, uh, or not the NBA, but the college final four was like freaking nuts in the NRG. Freaking crazy. Like, but the security was awesome. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The the town was lit. Um, But I think uh, living here, it's really wild how much the Rockets are really trying to push for Victor Wimiana. They're battling like the Spurs. They're battling the, the the lowest seed in the East to get him. And you know, there's still no guarantee when it comes to lottery picks like that. But like being here, witnessing it, and not being born or raised here in Texas or Houston, and living here now, being a Lakers fan and coming from the Pacers, like it is wild to see how like uh, 
when it comes to the lore that they're really, really fighting for that guy. So like, um, it is really wild that the Rockets won to me, like, cause they're still trying to upheave like the city, like it, downtown Houston was sickening, sickening. So just to give people an insider, like, like Houston, Texas is still booming. You know, Astros just won the 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 title last year. You know, shout out to the Strohs, but uh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Well, once again, it's the Lakers. <laughs> once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 135 to 133. We'll be back here tomorrow on playback.tv slash Lakers fast break for a very important game. A quick turnaround for the Lakers. We don't know who is going to be actually involved in the game. Please stay in tune to my Twitter at Lakers fast break. I will make sure I have the updates for you on who is in and who is out for tomorrow night's game. We could see the return of Mo Bamba. We could also see LeBron and AD be sat down. We'll see what happens there, but yes, definitely looking forward to seeing what happens tomorrow. Cause if they do win tomorrow, they could pretty much control their own destiny to hopefully get in that top six and that's what exactly what Joe and I are looking for, a week off for the team, because that's what they will sorely need by that time. But we'll see what happens. Guys, we're going to throw it to you for some final thoughts. Kenneth, uh, any last thoughts from you before we head on out? I will say this, Laker Tom. Come on, man. Come on, man. We ain't giving up, baby. We ain't giving up. Laker Tom, we not giving up. Hey, come on. We got the best roster. We got they deeper than the ocean. Come on, man. We 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 jumping out of the gym on cats out here, man. All the people in the comments, like everybody loves you, Gerald, man, Joe. Like they love you down there, man. I, I don't know how much you guys pay attention to the comments down there. I try to get in there, but like uh, Stone, don't matter. Don't 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 don't. It was a while ago. You was you was down on the Lakers, and like yeah, here we are, baby. Here we are. Here we are, Magic Man. Hey. You might need to use better GPS, baby. You might need to use better GPS, man. <laughs> no worries. All's good. We all Kenneth, happy out here, man. Great having you here, my friend. Again, the red carpet is always open for you, my friend. You know I send it every time out, so you're always welcome to go ahead and join us anytime you can. You know you're always welcome here. I see you on YouTube, but you're also everywhere on I, Facebook. I always follow you guys, man. Yeah, I see Lakers Fast Break on Facebook. You've been with Good. us for a couple of years now, and I'm immensely indebted to you for all your support over the years. So cannot thank you enough for doing so. As Joe, you're going to shed a tear. It, it, it was Joe Is that for your Aztecs? Is that for your Aztecs? Is that for your Aztecs, Joe? Shedding it, it, a tear for your Aztecs? Joe's crying like with the wings, boy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so, so Gerald. Go ahead, my friend. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, we disagree. We disagree on Coach Deer, Joel Embiid, your MVP, especially after tonight. I I was mad at Joel for missing that game against Jokic. Okay, talking all that smack all year long last year and the year before that. I should have won. I should have won. You talk all that smack, and you have every opportunity to play against the guy that that is with you in a, a dead heat and you chose not to play and sit out that game, uh, I'm going to give it to right now, Joel, just by a, a small margin, simply because of the fact that, you know, he's been playing so well and, and Jokic is, you know, off and on and whatnot for the past couple of weeks. But it's close, man, and I was really not happy. I had Joel ahead, and then it just, like, backed down after he missed that game. So 
I'm going to go it, ahead by the end of the season. I'll probably go ahead and, and, and lean towards Joel. Although we'll have a show to reflect that. We're going to have he, a show to reflect yeah, our thoughts. On. He was dominant tonight, Gerald. 52, yeah. 13, and 6. Um, if he would have done that against Jokic, it would already be a done deal. He's one of only three centers to have a season where you have five 50-point games. There we go. Wilt Absolutely. Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and now Joel Embiid. Great performance from a great player. Like I and said, he did it against the Celtics. How yeah. sweet is that? How sweet is that indeed? Uh, Stone, I know you got a lot of great stuff that's coming up for everyone on Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. Magic Man's got a lot of great stuff coming up for you on Friday. Maybe some talk about MVP and All-Stars. We'll see. But Stone, any thoughts on what you guys are up to at Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast? Um, just talking prospects still. I think we're recording again this week. Um, yeah, just breaking down prospect by prospect. Um, and eventually we'll get to the 30 teams and 30 day series that we do every year where, uh, you know, we go through each team and talk about different prospects that they could take with their picks. So, um, a lot of stuff happening. Uh, we'll continue to, uh, watch these prospects all day and then talk about them, um, at least once a week. So, uh, just be on the lookout for that. You can follow us uh, at Upside Swings on Twitter. Uh, our podcasts are Upside Swings wherever you get your podcasts. And then uh, you can follow myself at report underscore court. And uh, yeah, I'd just be breaking down clips of, of any prospects in this year's draft. Do you think they're one or two wins away from clinching a spot above the New Orleans Pelicans? Mm. Which will be also satisfying for so many reasons. Yeah, it looks like we right now are a full game. I'd say we finish a full game above that. So two spots, hopefully, uh, would be ideal. I mean, you never know, but all it has uh, to be is one, my friend. Yeah, I think we'll definitely finish above them, and that's what matters. And even in the range we finish, uh, there's still a lot of prospects that, as Lakers fans, you may be interested in. So. Uh, we'll get to that eventually as well. Joe, I want to hit to you last, my friend. We will dedicate a podcast to, I guess, Joe and I laughing at New Orleans the entire way if they <laughs> end up being ahead of New Orleans. No, I'm just kidding. But we may laugh at them still. Any thoughts, <laughs> my friend, on the way out? How important is tomorrow for the rest of the season? Because you know what? The Lakers are going to come in. They're tired. The Clippers are going to come in. They're fully rested. Everything is face. Everything is working its way on the side of the Clippers, could the Lakers actually get it done and overcome all those odds tomorrow? Well, they're going to have to. And this is a young team other than LeBron. So I don't know what this tired BS is. Going to L.A., these guys have beaten you, what, 10 times in a row? Grow grow a sack and finally beat these assholes. I'm sick and tired of this I feel that. I feel you, Joe, man. Like, if we going to win it all, like, let's just win it all till we get to seven games. That's the problem right? now. It's not about seeding. It's I want – they need to beat this team, I'm, and I'm I'm sick of it. So, win tomorrow, the then win the next two games, get in the playoffs, and make a run that's never happened before. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, if they get the sixth seed – wait, the fifth seed? There's no fifth seed that's ever won it. The sixth seed has won it. No, but when the – when the six seed did win it from Kenneth H down, guess what? They didn't punk out. They had to beat four fifty win teams. Well, Jordan Woods is retired though, but you know. 
Yo, man, we can't, we can't, we can't. <laughs> the dream, the dream got his too. Dr- Get you know, I, 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 I think it, tomorrow's gonna be a really hard game. I mean, if we really win tomorrow, we still got enough games. Everybody has enough games. What three, four? Really you don't win tomorrow, game. you risk not playing in the real playoffs. You have to do a play-in. That's what I'm worried about. And we'll see what happens. Absolutely, so but tough, like, are you guys gonna do a pre-show before that, or anything that I could, that I could join somebody's podcast on you? Well, that's magic's up to you. I, I'm, yeah, I'm I could, I with... could do that. I could do that, Kenneth. I could. Our, do our that. pre-game is playback. Win or lose this game. I mean, we got to well, sell this you, up, man. Because Joe, Joe, if we come out with the loss. I don't want to hear people all sad and stuff. Like Lakers still winning it all. Yeah, come you on, know Joe. what? I think. Come on, I, baby. Yeah, I think. Oh, well, you know, I got. Um, I got Magic Man in the morning, but I think we could cook something up tomorrow, Kenneth. Yeah. yeah uh, Gerald, send me some links. Uh, Joe, do you got a podcast? We'll, say, we'll send you some links. Yes. Connect My podcast is LFB. There you go. Four nights a week, and I'll have a little breakfast with, with Sean <laughs> on Fridays. That's and we're my, glad. I'm not a podcast guy where I'm sitting there trying to tell people i'm sitting there trying to tell people how to live their life this is what you do good job so far i've heard you on magic Uh, man in the morning i i'm not a role model uh all right charles yeah i'm not a role model (laughs) i'm I'm not here to uh try to uplift your life i'm here to entertain and some are entertained that's terrible yeah i I, i'm yeah it's just i don't know I, well, I guess I guess Joe is the. If the, if the I would never be. I would not have. I would not have ever done a podcast unless somebody like Gerald asked me to. Well, Gerald, if the Lakers necessarily lose to the Clippers, is it? It's still not over for them for this. No, the problem with right? no, besides losing not. to them, it, that there is a, a nuisance there for, with them, right? But so if they lose forward. tomorrow, that means if they win the next two games after, they're probably not going to. Again, if the Warriors look pretty determined right now, and then. The Clippers would own the tiebreaker and they'd be up one game, which is technically two games. It's likely they don't finish above seven. And that's a problem. That means they got to do a play in. They don't get the week off. And then that makes it much harder to get, get to where they want to go. Absolutely. That's why tomorrow is critical. It is the Lakers. Uh, you know what? Kenneth Stone and the Magic Man, they said they want to do a, a pregame. So you may want to join us in the morning, Ken. Uh, I will be oh, able to tomorrow. tomorrow. I don't know why I thought today was yeah, Thursday. Yeah, probably do, do <laughs> mid afternoon. Do something mid afternoon because. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, thir- yeah. that's Thursday. We uh, uh, most people in America, I think, in America, don't have to work Friday for the. <laughs> but, but for Friday, tomorrow, so go, you guys, that. if you guys want to do a preview, go ahead. The the channel's open to you, so Magic Man knows how to run it. So we'll see, but. Go ahead and we'll plan it out on the emails right there for you. In fact, our emails, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Leave your messages there or after, you know, if you see it down below, we always respond to that. We always get to that or social media, LakersFastBreak, where we get your social media. Don't forget, though, tomorrow, playback.tv slash LakersFastBreak. You can catch us while we're watching the game tomorrow as the Lakers head back home while they're still technically on the road. It'll be the finish of a great road trip, and hopefully can they get it done with the Clippers having four days of rest and the Lakers zero. We'll find out who shows up, who gets the start, who's held out. We'll talk about all that stuff. So 
Go ahead and be a part of what we're doing at Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And then after the game, the best Lakers post game that's out there and the best Lakers chat room that's out there can always be had right here at the Lakers Fast Break.